0: From watching your journey as an 18-year-old kid that sat in Moss Side in Manchester, um, watching YouTube and reading articles and things like that, I got to see one, I guess, one dimension of being a successful young entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. But there's this other dimension, which I think, especially at that time, nobody really talks about. Mm-hmm. And I think no, you, it's probably quite hard for you to articulate the true nature of being a young, successful entrepreneur that had a lot of spotlight and a lot of people talking and really on this wave of sort of YouTube um, uh, when, I was, when I was watching you in, in the day. So I guess my question is, what are the things about being a young entrepreneur mm-hmm. when you came up, where you came up that people just don't appreciate or just don't realize? I don't know, I think it's just living your life
1: in a public, like, mm-hmm. like and I'm all for making mistakes. Like, and for people to learn from them and and myself learn from them. But I think it was a lot of pressure of making sure you're like, like the way you dress, like all that sort of stuff. And it was only to a certain point where people didn't know who I was. It was only my local, the local people that knew who I was. The Google Chrome advert then took me to another like level in terms of like publicity, mm. which I was I think like about nineteen. Really, and I was just like, whoa! It's just yeah. mad. Yeah. Like people coming up to me, taking pictures, people staring at me. I was like, what is staring at me for? I just get mad anxious. I was like, Shit, what? <laughs> and I was like, w-. and then like some people like it got to the point of like where people take pictures and that, and I'd be like, why? Why are you taking a picture? And I didn't understand. And then I'd be like. What's my name? <laughs> like, can I just think, what, like, do you think I'm mistaken or do you like is it someone else? But most of the time, like all the time, people say, Oh, Jamal, come on, man. Like, SBTV, da-da-da.
0: And then I'm like, yeah, cool. So that's the like publicity fame side of um, being in the spotlight. Yeah. What about the business side? In terms of you were you were at the center of this like super fast growing media platform and you were like really an early mover in that space. Mm-hmm. I imagine you get brands swarming on you and there's team members and there's this sort of expectation that you have to be like the CEO and the founder and know what, you know, all of the right moves to make. What's that like at a young age? You've got to pay people as well. Yeah, I think I was like the youngest boss, if you could say that. Mm-hmm.
1: Everyone that I employed was older than me. And cool. it was very daunting for me to be telling people, oh yeah, do it like this, do it like this. I used to let people sway my decisions, because I was like, I've always been taught to respect your elders. So like, if they, if I say, oh, let's do a video like this, someone ordered me, but I think it's like this. I'd be like, mm, yeah, probably, you know, better because you've got more experience, but, or like more years on your age. But mm-hmm. I had to learn to like, sort of take that back and actually do what I wanted to do. But in the early, early days, it was very daunting. Like I would never tell people like, oh, yeah, can you do this? Cause I've been like, oh, they're just way older than me. They're not gonna listen to me. I'm like, like I'm a kid to them, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think I had to overcome that, like fear of of just people saying, but you're this age, like, what are you doing? Well, you can't tell me to do that. I know I say like mm-hmm. that. And it's not saying that like, that people that worked for me was like that, but that was just that yeah, programmed in my head. Like I used to tell myself that over and over again, that was definitely like a, something I had to overcome.
0: Because there's like a lot of kids out there that that will be thinking, they might be 19 years old, 20 years old, whatever. Um, they'll be thinking, I think I'm too young to start anything or do mm. anything. Mm. What would you say from your experience um, to those kids? The
1: now, especially you can start a business at whatever age. I did pocket money pitch mm. and kids like 11 years old was pitching me a forecast. I was like, what? This is crazy. So I feel like the age now has been lowered. I think like when we were in school, entrepreneurship and business wasn't really Mm. like co-signed as much as it is now Mm -hmm. and they're seeing people like myself people like you other Mm -hmm. people like breaking down the barriers and like you know what actually enterprise can be done, like, at whatever age it is. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what background you're from because, like, people are actually making it happen.
0: That Google advert was massive at the time. I actually, mm. I feel like I remember where I was when I saw it. I yeah, back it was, like, the first
1: ad break of X Factor that it was year. It crazy. I know. I was, like, sweating. Like, really? Literally sweating. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> It was crazy. Like, got, I got the list of, like, where it was going. Like, it was on Sky Sports. And, really? They gave yeah, you a list? Yeah, they gave me a list of every, like... It was huge. And, um, yeah, like, it was, like, Lady Gaga and Justin Bieber was, like... My counterpart yeah. I, like, I was the one in the u k and I think the reason why it did well is because like a lot of people related to the story, mm. but um it was a surreal moment it was a surreal moment like it was a surreal moment
0: one of the one of the things I actually spoke about in the last podcast I did was about um race mm. and the topic of race here's Here's my kind of opinion. one of the things that i've got to be honest um frustrates me a little bit mm. is when minorities, specifically black minorities, because it's the, the group that I feel like I can identify with the most, um, fall into the trap of thinking that their race will hold them back. Or even in cases of like, you know, um, gender or even ageism, um, mm-hmm. will hold them back because they are black. Mm-hmm. And as a young, successful black man like yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever see that? And what's your opinion of it? I used to, but that's about right. I used to think it's because I'm black. Yeah. 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 yeah, and now, I do so.
1: yeah. like, I don't think that as much, but I, so that depends upon the people that you hang around with sure. and that you surround yourself with because I surround myself with so many different groups and I like to connect those groups. Mm-hmm. So, like, my upmarket city boys, I would connect them to like my estate boys and we'd go to like Soha House for example and they'd all be there mm-hmm. and they all get on and they all like fine but everyone seems to make the segregation and mm-hmm. I like I think back in the day I used to have that in my head if I never used to get anything it's asked like, because I'm black it's because I'm black mm-hmm. and then I built my mindset out of that because it mm-hmm. was going to keep me trapped if I kept like thinking like that all the time mm-hmm. and I just got to um like I feel like it doesn't like doesn't matter what what race you are um Oh, it goes deep. It Back goes in, deep. Like, it goes, it? Deep. Yeah, like it goes deep. Obviously, yeah. the history. Yeah. Like that, you can see, like, like mm-hmm. Black history, and you can learn about it. And I'm not gonna go into it. I, I I know bits about it, and I'm not like I'm not gonna say I'm like a historian, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I know about like the oppression, and and, yeah, yeah, oppression, yeah. Like, oppression, all that. Um, but it's like we're in a in a new age, and people can say, "Oh, what age or." race or whatever, but it's in your mind to to mm. be the change you want to see in the world. Mm. Like I, that's a Gandhi quote, like, and I try and make sure that I don't let that affect how I move mm. because otherwise it's not a blame game, Like, yeah. right? You just got to carry on, you got to, got to do it.
0: And it's like a self-fulfilling know. prophecy if you start to believe it, right? Yeah,
1: so. like you manifest, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why don't you manifest, you're going to do something else? Mm-hmm. Not manifest, oh, It's because I'm black. Mm-hmm. Like the reason I didn't get that is because I'm black, or mm-hmm. Or it's because I'm young. Like, I remember I used to do that as well. Like, it's because I'm young. But mm-hmm. then I, like, like, ended up employing someone that had 20 years of experience. And then me and that person combined got the job. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. and you just got to think, you're in a situation, how do you take it and change it That to the way that it can fit you? Mm-hmm. And then build on it.
0: And that's what I think frustrates me about it, It's because I see... I see the issue... I, I know discrimination is a re- very real thing. And I'm not yeah, denying it that it is. Yeah, 100%. I think we're all disc- we all have our own prejudices. Yeah. You know, if, Stereotypes if, and all 100%. that. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that's not something that I can really change at scale. Like, mm. I can't change the prejudice in people. But you can change your mindset. Yeah. And I actually think that the prejudice or the belief that I'm being... Um, I'm at a disadvantage because of something like my skin colour that I can't change mm. is more... Um, dangerous or more conducive with me not being successful than the little bit of prejudice that John at that brand might have towards people that look like me mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. I think the mindset becomes a bigger issue this is a controversial topic of course yeah. because you know it's the important nuance is that you know prejudice and discrimination are still very real things
1: yeah 100% but it's it's you yeah. your how you deal with it there's that saying of like people get thrown things at them all the time mm-hmm. but it's your reaction that is mm-hmm. what makes it whatever it is. Exactly, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Look at the football football at the moment and, and racism. Mm-hmm. For example, Raheem could turn around, run into the crown and start sl- sl- slapping <laughs> yeah. whoever's being racist, but no, he deals with it properly, like a big man, diligently. And do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's about how you deal with it, definitely. You talked so,
0: a second about um, figuring out more as you've gotten older, what like fulfillment is in life and what yeah. like, happiness really is. Yeah. Do you have that answer? Um, I don't have the answer. Do you know apparently. what it is for yourself? Do you know what the things are that... Um, for you said, me, what makes me happy is being able money. to
1: um, give back. If I you... think when I when earlier, like years ago, I think money was like a big happiness factor, but I've known people that have got serious money and they're not happy. So I feel like me, happiness for me is like being able to give back and improve other people's lives. Like, and I was doing that for years with SB. I put artists on and then they'd blow up. And then I'd be like, yes, I've like been helped, helped a career, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then like after that, it became more about the community of doing the stuff, the youth stuff. And that, like for me, is fulfillment.
0: And you, on the topic of giving back to people, you're opening youth centers back up in London?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've got like four, um, I was supposed to do one, and then I ended up opening four because I just got carried away. Mm-hmm. Um, they were centers that were closed, um, two are like drop-in se- sessions where young people can come and uh, just somewhere outside of school and outside of your home, um, where you can come and just talk, like mm-hmm. if you've got problems or whatever. And we wanna try and do a lot of mental health workshops. And then we've got another session, which is like music and media, um, which like JBR have kind of like throwing loads of stuff at us, Apple mm-hmm. giving us loads of stuff, where young people can come and learn to produce, film, um, anything that you want. And then we've got one which is sports, which is, like, for kids that want to do sport. And I think the main thing that I want to do with these centres is, like, we've engaged, like, over 150 kids over the past 13, 14 weeks. Um, but it's, like, if a young person comes to me and says, I ask them, what do you want to do? One was, like, I want to be a lawyer. One wants to be a sprinter. One wants to um, be a librarian or whatever. I would then use my contacts to connect them to that right person. Mm-hmm. So then I'll go speak to like a law firm or I'll go speak to like Apple or I'll go speak to the British Library and then get that young person in there for work experience whatever and to try and help build their self-belief and confidence because I think that's one of the big things that I didn't have from when I was young. I didn't really have the confidence and self-belief because no one used to tell me, you could do that, you could do that. I just sort of like looked at the TV and the newspapers and the internet and made up my own mind but that's one of the big things that I want to try and do for the young people today.
0: What impact did money have when you you left Top Man um, and started making some money? I don't know,
1: people like, never know, people might be scheming on you. Touch word I've like, never been like, robbed or whatever, but like you just never know. I've had people like, say, oh Jamal, be careful, like people kidnap you and whatever. And I'm like, because I think like, people have that perception of you're making loads yeah, of money yeah, like yeah, in yeah, the yeah, early yeah, days. Yeah. And it wasn't that at all. Yeah. But, it was like, oh, you've got like millions of views. You must be making loads of money. Um, so I feel like money just brings money brings happiness and sadness. I think. Um, but in in the early days, I used to think money was money made the world go around. I don't I don't think that anymore.
0: But they they say that when something becomes a job, or it becomes like monotonous or like this the same every day, and also when you get paid to do it you lose the creative motivation to do it.
1: Mm -hmm. That's why you've always got to have oomph moments. Like, I class them as oomph moments, like moments in my career where it just gives me a new oomph for, like, a period of time. So, like, for example, the most recent one was I did a... Uh, a fashion week party at Soho House Greek Street I saw it like that was an oomph moment and it was like we were saying in a group like oh yeah let's do one for Halloween or let's do another one for Christmas or whatever but it was like no let that marinate let that just like (laughs) you know what I'm saying let it season you know when you put the season (laughs) in the food just gotta let it get the juices you know what I'm saying like we're and we need to like when we as well as we're our losses and our wins we need to let it sink in Mm because like if you lose like yes it's Back, dust yourself back up and get back up again but you just need to realize what how did you lose and how can you like not make that same mistake again mm-hmm. and the same thing for your wins like let it get out there and then you move on to the next thing and i think like over the years i've I had to have these oomph moments like, i did a talk about creating and curation i was a creator, creator at first and then i ended up being a curator and i think one of the like oomph moments was like when i did uh Social media hub, the first ever social media hub at Buckingham Palace, where I took like, a selfie with Prince Harry and Prince William. Mm-hmm. And I think it was from like one of that, that moment, I was like, oomph, like that lasted for like months. And it's like when we're working, you've always got to think of these moments. Like, and I always try to say, if I have four moments in a year, cool, that's good. A moment each quarter, and then I can have like little moments in between that. But it's just reminding people I'm still here, mm-hmm. like, because I'm like 10 plus years in the game now. Mm-hmm. It's like you always just got to have them sort of in for moments.
0: You are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level.